So in the last video, we looked at talking about raised grain or raised hay that we're going to sell. Today, what we're going to do is click on the livestock side of it. And so what if I've got raised market livestock and I need to go ahead and record that transaction for the sale? The good news is, is they work almost exactly the same. It's just we're going to go ahead and use different accounts. That's really the only thing that's changing when we start talking about this. And so what we're going to do again, come down the right-hand bottom section to the banking section, and within the banking section, we're going to go ahead and record deposit. So now we're in the record deposit screen again. Like I've said before in countless times, just start with the top left, work your way down, going left or right, and fill in the information as you go through it. And so we're going to deposit this to the farm checking account again. Um, we can go ahead and change the date to whatever day we're needing to look at. Again, we get to the memo. Anytime you're dealing with the memo, try and be as descriptive as possible. That fits your operation for the information you're needing to know and track. For me, I'm just going to leave this alone right now. I'm just going to say this was a deposit and leave it at that. For the received from, I've got co-op, I've got William Smith, I've got the university. I don't really have the person that I need right here. And so I'm just gonna go ahead and hit add new. And we're gonna say that he was a customer and we're gonna say it's the sale barn. Oh, I need to spell correctly here, don't I? So we've got the sale barn. Put in as much information here as you're wanting. But once we get that information in here, go ahead and hit OK. And so now I've got the sale bar popped in. So the next one is the account. So we need to go ahead and put in what account we're looking at. And so we've got 011 for raised beef. And let's just say that this was for some steers. Now we get to a memo section that I'm actually going to worry about. When you're talking about cattle, the main things that I normally think of is how many units or how many head that we're selling, what the per unit amount was. So whether it be um, $1.30 a pound, maybe it's $1.70 a pound, and then what the total weight was. Um, so for my purposes, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to say that we had 10 and we're going to say we're going to sell them at $1.30. Let's go ahead and get the dollar sign in there. And the total weight was 5,400 pounds. So we've got the number of head. We've got the um, dollars per pound. We've got the total pounds in there. Again, going through. If you put in check numbers and payment methods, when you're talking about deposits, it makes it quicker when there's issues and you need to contact the, the customer back or the vendor back and discuss um, the transaction with them. And so for my purposes, I'm just gonna say that it was 7465 was the check they paid me with. And we'll go ahead and select check. Now we're to the point where, again, we're at the class section. Um, when you're looking at the class section, 
it's um, again this is by your operation if you're not worried about different classes don't worry about it if you are worried about separating out different crop years and different um, different raised cattle from year to year we need to go ahead and put that in there if you look at the classes I have I've got a bunch of stuff for corn I don't have anything for beef and so let's just go ahead and add in here and let's say that I've got um, 17 cows and this would be for 2017 and so we're just going to call it that so we've got that in there so it's tracking that as a class and so now we get to the amount again I don't like doing math in my head and so I'm just going to have QuickBooks do it for me and so as we're looking at this transaction what exactly transpired well we had 5400 pounds and we sold it for a dollar thirty per pound and so when I hit enter it's going to go ahead and pop in that number for me and so I didn't have to add it in my head we've got seven thousand twenty dollars was what we received for that and so then we can go to line two and let's say that was the steers but maybe we had some heifers and so we need to go ahead and pop in that we had heifers and so we'll go back to that and we've got the heifer account um, maybe there was only five of those but we still got a dollar thirty and actually let's just say it was ten and ten and let's say they were a little bit lighter and we only had 5,300. And again, I'm just popping in numbers to keep the conversation going here. But so get over to class, or I say they were 2017s. And again, I don't like doing math. And so what I'm gonna do is say that it was 5,300 pounds. We're gonna times it by $1.30, hit enter. And we get that amount to pop up. Just like when we were talking about crops, generally when you go and you have a sale, it's not just how much you sold them for. There's going to be some expenses and discounts that accrued while you had them at the sale barn, whether there was a you know vet expense or you had some feed costs for while they were in there, marketing services, livestock insurance. We've got some additional things we probably need to account for within this transaction. And so we'll go ahead and select sales barn again. And let's say that we need to account for some um, livestock insurance. We went ahead and had some insurance on that. And so 5,100, we've got livestock expense. And within that livestock expense for miscellaneous, we've got the insurance category. Um, again, if you want to put some more information in here for reference, definitely do it. But we've got this for 2017 cattle, and you know, maybe it was 50 bucks. And so we need to reduce this transaction by $50. And then what else do we need to do? Probably not going to do it for free, are they? There's probably a commission in there. And so let's go ahead and say that Sale Barn also charged us a commission. And so we need to go in there and again under that miscellaneous account so 05100 we've got the commissions account we'll go ahead and select that um, if you're wanting to put in what the rate the commission is maybe they're taking you know 1.5 percent 
whatever it is, you can pop that in there. You can leave it blank. It's whatever information you're needing. Um, we've already got the check number in the first part. We've got that they paid to send a check in the first part. We'll go ahead and tag this to 2017 again. And let's say that it was negative, oh, we're gonna say this was 290. And so we've got livestock insurance in there. We've got commission again. You could have marketing services, vet, feed, anything else that we need to add within this transaction, we can go ahead and put in there. Once we've got it all complete though, we'll come down here and save and close. Or if we've got more transactions to do, we can hit save and new. But for this video, again, this is where we're gonna stop for this transaction. So we'll go ahead and say save and close. And again, I always like to go in and double check to make sure everything looks like it posted correctly at the end of the day. And so I'm gonna go over to the shortcuts, go down to reports, and I'm gonna go ahead and run another profit and loss detail. And so we'll go to profit and loss detail, we'll have it display the report. And what do we got going now? Well, make this bigger a little bit. So it's not showing up. Why is it not showing up? Well, I went ahead and said that we sold this in the future, didn't I? I put 11.4 and this report's running to 11.3. And so that might be a mistake that might happen when you're going through and typing this. Um, in my years of accounting, I'll tell you that I've seen, you know, and it only takes a keystroke to make it happen, but I could be typing 11.03 and instead of putting 2020, I put 2030. And so that's a whole 10 years into the future. And so I need to go back to the transaction and figure out what exactly happened. In this case, I know what happened is on the fourth instead of the third. If I go ahead and change this report to account for the fourth, as you can see, it went ahead and re-ran. And what do we got when we start looking at it? Well, we've got some steers that were sold. We've got some heifers that were sold. We've got the amounts, 2017 as a class. If we scroll down and look under the expenses, um, we've got some commissions we had to pay. We've got some livestock insurance we had to pay. Everything looks to be in order and looks good. And so I would say that our um, transaction for raised market livestock that we just sold at the sale barn. Looks like it was successful. We've got it in there and everything looks proper. Um, so that gives you kind of a footing and an understanding of recording for raised market livestock sales. I know this is pretty quick and dirty, but you know, if you've got questions again, make sure you're emailing me and let me know what information you're needing. But with that, we'll go ahead and close this video out and we'll come back and we'll do a video on what if you're reselling market livestock. And again, a lot of it will probably just be changes in account, but I'll show you kind of what it looks like. So until then, I'll see you later and hope you're learning something.